What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Mind Muck Podcast, the podcast where we dissect broad statements made by entrepreneurs, as well as give our own insights into business. I'm your host, Dwight, and we're here today for episode four. I'm feeling good. It's the fourth episode. That means it's been about five weeks, if you count the intro episode. And uh, yeah, hope to keep this going for as long as I can. Anyways, so before we actually get into the podcast, I'm going to say a few things. I've gotten some reviews, some feedback, and some people say they wish it was a little bit longer and I got more in-depth into a lot of the things. So I I kind of met in the middle because most podcasts are usually around an hour, uh, especially business podcasts. Other podcasts where it's talk shows or comedy or interviews can go as far as two, three hours. And I, don't, I never want to go that long. For one, I do all the editing and producing myself. So that's going to take me, that's going to take a lot of time for me to be able to edit hour-long podcasts. And plus, I... I personally don't listen to podcasts over an hour unless it's I find it really interesting or someone recommended it to me and I want to stay hyper focused on whatever I'm talking about. So I will extend the podcast from 10 to 15 minutes to roughly 15 to 25 minutes, uh, but I will try to keep it re- relatively to the point and, and straight to the point. Also thinking about your time as well um, as a listener, thinking that, you know, you have stuff to do. The average commute is roughly 30 minutes. That gives you just enough time to listen to the podcast and still maybe have time to you know, call a friend or family member on your way to work or listen to music or figure out whatever it is you have to do. But anyways, getting into today's episode, we're going to be talking about basically, I would say it's, it's like a heap of things that's all grouped into one. But basically, it's the whole, how would I say, like stigma around, you know, entrepreneurship and motivation and happiness and and finding your calling and freedom and passion and all these words that are just thrown around willy-nilly and people think they understand what it means and it took me a while to finally understand what it what these things actually mean and in retrospect and whether some of them are really necessary um and whether some may be counterintuitive like passion because i think i've spoke about this before to a lot of friends of mine is that you may have a passion for basketball but you may never make it to the nba it's a true fact right it comes down to hard work doing the things people don't want to do for way longer than people are willing to do it in order to get the results people wish they could get. So I want to start off with happiness, motivational speaking, and all, all the gurus, all of that. Um, and, and I think at the end of the day, it comes down to knowing what you want and knowing what makes you happy. Because for most people, they don't want to become a millionaire. For most people, they want time with family. They want to have a job that pays them more than enough. You know, they want to be able to do what they want for their family, they want to be able to provide, they want to be able to live in a nice neighborhood, send their kids to a good school, and so on and so forth. There's no point in bashing someone from wanting and knowing exactly what they want and sticking to what they want. The problem arises when people are not putting in the effort to get to where they want to be and then complain about not being where they want to be. So we have like multiple scenarios where there's someone who's making 80k a year, and they're happy, they have a great family, everything's dandy right they go to work at nine come home at five they have time with family they eat they take it from vacations a few times a year that's great that's not settling as as some entrepreneurs and some quote-unquote gurus would put it that's just what you want out of your life the other scenario is another person the exact same scenario but they always complain about wanting more but they don't do the work they don't start a hustle on the side they let people influence them and they're not happy so i think at the end of the day it comes down to figuring out your happiness and figuring out what you're good at, how can you monetize that skill, you know, whatever it is you're good at, how can you make money off of it because you have to live. The funniest thing is that when people call YouTubers or artists or songwriters sellouts because they're making money off what they're doing, I mean, are they supposed to be poor? That doesn't make any sense. 
Well, I think that everything these gurus say, and I mean, quote unquote gurus say, because a lot of them are really not. They're just people masquerading as as millionaires and, and success gurus to either trick you or manipulate you into buying something or following them and, and giving them clout, right? So that they could grow a presence where if they say something, they have influence. Funny side to that is that basically you have no idea what they do for a living, which I think is the funniest thing. If if someone's a millionaire or a billionaire, they should be happy to tell you what they do for a living, even if it's consulting. You know, some millionaire consultants don't try to tell people that they do consulting because it's, in a lot of ways, it's kind of frowned upon, which I don't understand why. It's, it's a job, you know, you look going to someone's business to help them improve their sales or improve their team. That's a business, you know. So... What I think, in, instead of a lot of people going and following, you know, people who are always motivation, always do better, always, oh, I remember this one quote from an uh, entrepreneur that actually I, I have a lot of respect for and I look up to is uh, this one kid was like, you know, I want a Porsche. And then the entrepreneur to him was like, if you buy a Porsche, you won't get the Porsche company. And I was like, 90% of people will think that's deep. But from my point of view, not everyone wants to buy the Porsche company. The guy just wants a Porsche. What's wrong with that? You know, everyone has different views. Some people want Rolexes. For me personally, I'm not a huge fan of super expensive, you know, hypercars. Although I do want, you know, more than enough to be able to afford them. But I won't necessarily be buying them. I prefer Tesla Model 3s and, you know, I prefer Jaguars and Mercedes-Benz and BMWs. I'm not a big fan of like, you know, the, the Ferraris and Lambos. Um, even though I plan to have, again, way more money uh, than needed to afford these things if I, I don't know, change my mind in the future or whatnot. Um, but yeah, the problem arises when people don't really know what they want, you know, and then they get way too influenced by other people's opinions. You know, going back a few seconds ago to the whole Porsche company thing, if you know you couldn't care less about being a millionaire, you just want a Porsche um, and you want to be able to easily afford it and not have it, you know, stressed you at night and making you double think your purchase. There's nothing wrong with that. Who has to say there's something wrong with that? There's entrepreneurs who bash having nice things. What's the problem with having nice things? Obviously, it's not the end goal. It's part of the process, and it's part of the experience of life. Do you think people say having nice things is not part of the experience? Um, I'm pretty sure that driving a Lambo was a pretty nice experience. You know, I'm not just buying it to sit there and look at it, right? I'm experiencing it. I'm feeling the leather. I'm hearing the engine. You know, I'm seeing people smile when I drive by. I'm giving my family a ride in it. I'm seeing their faces. I'm feeling stepping on the gas pedal and feeling the acceleration. So the other thing is that people try to bash nice things. And the other way around is that people like to bash on people who just want to, you know, have more, more than enough money to travel and see the world and do whatever they want. You know, that's also someone else's opinion. So I think at the end of the day, we have to figure out what we want, what makes us happy and what, you know, we're willing to do and, and advice that we're willing to take and leave out in order to fulfill our purpose. So basically, I'll go back to basically my story of just figuring these things out. For one, I did watch a decent amount of Gary Vee and Ty Lopez and all these other people, I would say. Only a few of them are entrepreneurs. A few others, I still have no idea what they do for a living. But hey, you know, they've inspired me in some way, shape, or form. And I can't really call some people a scam because I feel like if you call them a scam, that means you've purchased something from them that has given you bad results. I've never purchased any program from anyone. Uh... So I can't really call anyone a scam at this point because I've I've never been scammed by them. And to be completely honest, they have given me good advice through YouTube and, and other social mediums. Um, and they have given bad advice, but you have to learn to decipher that. So I think what people 
need to sit down and realize is that these guys don't have all the answers. They're just telling you their do- their journey, right? There's like Gary Vee says this all the time. He's just documenting his journey. You know, he knows he's not ish as he says it. Like he knows he's not, you know, all that. He's just telling people what he's done that's helped him, um, and what he's going through, you know, uh, during his journey as an entrepreneur. So I think in order to figure out ourselves, we need to study people who basically studies figuring out yourself people like marcus aurelius stoicism you know people like jesus even if you're not religious even if you don't believe in god it's believe it or not a lot of millionaires and billionaires still read the bible especially the book of proverbs and you know the later and uh new testament of the bible i do believe in god i am a christian i'm a christ follower but the thing he teaches goes across everything whether your beliefs is in him or not it, it at the end of the day love your neighbor as yourself is still something that you should do as a moral obligation as a human being again if you love someone as yourself you'll never want to do anything that you wouldn't do for yourself right to that person um and then you know studying philosophies right studying people like gandhi and and how they influence the world for for peace for the better and how they you know if they got slapped on the right cheek they'll turn the left cheek for you to slap it too and the way they understood human psychology the other thing is that I think psychology should be mandatory among the school system because understanding the way humans think, why we make decisions, certain things that we do, cognitive biases of the brain, and how to understand these things and how to go around it and how to communicate with other people in a way where you can get your way but without manipulating them and all these other things is is a great way to understand where to go from there. You know, because once you have, I wouldn't say everything figured out because no one has life figured out, but a lot of people have themselves figured out, you know. Spend time figuring out what you want, because so many times we're bamboozled by so many things that because we see a couple YouTube videos, you know, of some guy in a private jet or some guy in, you know, a Rolls Royce, we think that's what we need to be happy. That's what we want. Um, and for a lot of the time, that's just not the case. You know, that that's just not true. You're wanting something because you see someone have it, not genuinely wanting it because you see someone have it, because you could see someone have something and genuinely want that thing. But oftentimes you're just heavily influenced by your surroundings to think that, you know, these things are what you need or what you want. And then when you chase these things, you wonder why it's not working. Because at the end of the day, that's that's not really what life is about. Um, and I'm not talking about materialistic things. I'm talking about just you not really knowing what you want. You know, you see some guy traveling the world every other day and you're like, that's what I want. And then, you know, you pursue that and then, Maybe you may get it or you may not, depending on whether you give up, because if something is not truly what you want to do, you will eventually find a way to say, okay, this is not worth it. Uh, But if you do happen to get to that point where you can do that thing that you saw someone else doing, which inspired you in a way, and then you may find yourself saying, hey, this is not as cool as I thought it would be. But once you take the time to to figure out yourself, and for my process, it was I was never much of a party person anyways. Like, I don't think I've ever been to a party. Um, the reason why is because this is what I think about it. The same amount of two or three hours I'll spend drinking, talking, having stupid conversations with a bunch of people who probably just want to have a bunch of nonsense conversations. That time could easily be spent figuring out what I want from my life and figuring out how to basically cut the learning curve. And by the time everyone's tired of partying, you know, I'll be in a place where I can have better parties, right? I could have parties with family that's just extravagant. I could go to places where people could only dream about. Um, That's the way I think about it. That's my opinion. That's the way I feel. Your opinions may be different. You may like parties. Good for you. 
But the way I see it is, if you want to figure out what you want out of life, you have to figure out, or you have to realize, I should say, um, you've got to take time away from everything and everyone. Because once you figure out what you want, it becomes a lot easier to make decisions. It becomes a lot easier to pick and choose your friends, pick and choose your relationships. It becomes easier to tell someone, get out of my life. Um, it becomes easier to tell someone, hey, you're a good person. We have similar views. I'm not saying to surround yourself in ideologies, meaning that surround yourself in systems that you only believe in, but I'm saying to surround yourself with people who think broader and who are open-minded and who can balance two different situations in their head uh, while still uh, maintaining stability, right? So like people, for example, who could understand that there is good and bad sides to every, you know, side of the spectrum of whatever situation it is. And, you know, once you figure out what you want, what you like, what you dislike, life just becomes really simple. Because the moment that you're hit with an obligation to make a choice of some sorts, you eventually revert back to what do I want for my life? And does this thing help me? You know, because often people ask me, like, how do you, you know, cut people out of your life? Or for one, I was very careful of who I let in in the first place, right? I didn't just let everyone in. And then I got to a point where, wow, half these people are toxic and I got to cut them out. I was very, very strategic. I was very, very careful. I, I had I ran a lot of my friends through multiple tests they did not realize. Um, and those who failed obviously are not with me because I was very, very picky because I understood that your mind is very fragile in the sense that a lot of things can influence it. And who you surround yourself with a lot of the times can really hurt you, make you or break you, right? The people you surround yourself with most of the time, who you're talking to most of the time, who you're texting, you know, FaceTiming or whatever, can mold you into a different person if you're hanging around the wrong people. So it's not the fact that I was, it's easy to cut out people. It's actually, it's very hard to cut out people. Um, but just be very, very strategic and very, very careful of who you let in in the first place. So once it comes down to figuring out yourself, which means staying home a few days, not going out, sitting in a room with, you know, some tea or whatever in a notebook and just writing down your thoughts and looking at where you want to be and, and working your way backwards, you know, sitting down and saying, okay, by 30, I want to have these things. How am I going to get there? And working backwards. Now, by no means, this is going to create, you know, an exact plan for life that's just not possible, but at least you have a guideline, right? And if you have a mom or a dad or someone who's very wise, who's able to help you, that's great. That's even better because you get someone who's ahead of you to help you cut the learning curve. You know, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs preach on mentors and people think that they have to go find the next billionaire. That's really not the case. You could just find someone who's, you know, managed to build a good life, good family, you know, good relationships around them and just take tips, you know, take, find out things that they did wrong, find out things that they did right and, and analyze these information that you have. You see, the thing that the reason why most people can't make decisions, again, it comes down to not knowing what you want. If I know, let's say, right, if I know for a fact, I want to be married by 30 making a million dollars a year with this specific business and I work backwards and somewhere between the situation, somewhere between, you know, my track in life, I get put in a situation where I have to choose between, you know, whatever it is. Uh, let's say, for example, I'm 25 and I have to choose between buying a Model 3 Tesla. You know, I have, let's say I have the money, buying a Model 3 Tesla and reinvesting the rest of the remaining money back into my business. So I can be a millionaire by 30 right, or build a multi-millionaire business by 30, or because I have the money now, I can go ahead and buy a Model S, which is starting at 70, let's say I buy a P100D, which is a $144,000 car, which is like fully loaded Tesla, 
that decision may be hard for a lot of people because it's like, dude, I have the money to do it. But then if you look at your plan, you look at where you want to be, you could say, okay, I could take that 44, buy a model three, take the other 100 and reinvest in my business, you know, and keep using that to regenerate and build it. So that by 30, I could do that. See, the reason why people can't make these decisions is because they don't know what they want, right? They don't know what they want five, 10 years from now. So we get lost in these small decisions of day to day. And what we don't understand is that these small day to day decisions adds up to bigger decisions. And then eventually 10 years of micro decisions that you've just willy nilly made, you end up at a place where you don't want to be. Um, other than organizing your, your life and orchestrating what you want and then realizing that these macro decisions can are basically the details to the photo um you can then realize that hey i don't want this because if i don't do this or if i do do this this is what's going to happen 10 years from now and that's not what i want or that is what i want you know 10 years from now so i think that's basically what self-awareness is thinking about it now understanding what you want what you don't want what you're good at right because the way I see it is, for example, let's say there's someone in your life that's taking up all your time, that's never get doing you any good, and you still have them in your life, and you're looking at it as, okay, I've been friends with this person for so many odd years, which to me makes zero sense. If I've, if, ugh, if we've been friends for 10 years, and uh, we're now adults, or almost adults, or, you know, late teens, early 20s, uh, I guess you call that almost adults, pretty much. And our views change, or your views stayed the same and mine accelerated, and you're telling me, oh, I've changed. If someone's telling you you've changed, 90% of the time that means you've changed for the better and they just stayed complacent, which is a good thing. Um, and it's going to be hard to cut these people out. But again, if you do know what you want out of life and you know that one day you want to be a multimillionaire or a billionaire, or even you just want to have a great family life with literally zero tolerance for negativity, then you've got to understand, hey, you know, um, we can't be talking anymore. Like, you know what I mean? So the way I see it is, instead of reading up on how to make an extra $3,000 a month or buying a program on so many, some odd steps, right, uh, or watching a ton of YouTube videos on following your passion or finding a skill, uh, that's another podcast for another day, but I do believe skills over overcome passions. Passions are very overrated um, because there's no way you could hate something that you're good at, which is, I would say, what I believe, and I believe that to be true. You cannot be the best race car driver in the world and hate race car driving that's simply not possible our brains are wired to love the work that we do which is good but anyways um so yeah you know i'll i'll say from my experience the thing that's really helped me in just figuring out what i want out of life is instead of studying too much on the physical things of what i want whether it be home car great family life i focused on myself saying how can i improve my ability to focus how can i you know, realize whether what I want is an influence or whether it is I deeply want that thing. Um, and, and figuring out things in the sense of, if I want this TV, is it my decision? Or is it because I saw an ad for this TV and I liked it? Or is it because I saw an ad for this TV that everyone has it so I'm going to buy just because everyone has it? You know, or it could even be the opposite. Like, I know some people who have an Android simply because they don't want an iPhone because everyone has an iPhone. Um, for me, I just, I balanced the two tools. I was like, oh, okay, an iPhone's great. I've had it. It's cool. Um, it may not have my Android may not have iMessage. Um, but yeah, so basically the way I see it is before doing anything, before making any decisions, before starting a business, before even, you know, making major life decisions, 
like buying a new car, buying a new house, going to college, you know, starting a company um, or anything in that nature. They've got to come down to taking time, cutting out distractions, which means getting off, you know, the social medias for a while, taking like a week or two weeks off, getting off of everything, getting a few books by the greats, you know, the great philosophers, great psychologists, understanding how the brain functions, you know, to understand that you may have a lot of these biases, which is true. I have them. Everyone has them. It's just, it's just psychology. It's a pure fact that there's multiple fallacies and biases that we have, um, that we need to understand in order to overcome them so that we can make better decisions and, and think more thoroughly and learn when to think emotionally and think logically. But taking that time to, to figure out yourself, figure out what you want, figure out what you want out of life and, Figuring out where you want to be in the next 5, 10, 20 years, and not just a quote-unquote New Year's resolution, but, you know, taking each year a step at a time, like, you know, it's, it's it's baby steps. And then narrowing everything down from the 10-year period to the each-year period to the each-month period to each week to each day. And then you'll find that you only have to do two, three, four, five, maybe six, but mostly at the time it's never more than five things a day uh, that you have to complete in the next 10 years to get to where you want to be, you know, just little baby steps. And then eventually you get to a point where, you know, you'll see progress in the next two, three, four, five years. And actually one of my favorite quotes is by uh, Charlie Munger, which I think is very, very powerful. But he basically says, spend each day getting a little wiser than you were when you woke up, discharge your duties faithfully and well. Step by step, you get ahead, but not necessarily in fast spurts. But you build discipline by preparing for the fast spurts. Slug it out, one inch at a time, day by day. And at the end of the day, if you live long enough, most people get what they deserve. I think the main takeout from there at the end is most people get what they deserve, not what they want. So if you want to be a millionaire, but you're not putting in the work to build a company or build whatever it is you have to build to get there, it's not going to happen, right? Um, a lot of people want things, but they don't put in the work to get it. Therefore, they don't deserve it, even though they think they do. But the key quote is, most people get what they deserve, not what they think what they deserve, or not what they think they're entitled to. So I'll end it off with that. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm Dwight Neptune on all the social medias, um, except for Facebook. I don't I don't really use Facebook. I think I should. Uh, but the listening age on this podcast is usually under 30, and most people under 30 don't use Facebook anyways. But anyways, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Hope you got some stuff out of this. And uh, I'm, how do you guys feel about the ending? I usually say enjoy life. I'm not sure how I feel about that anymore. I don't know if I should end it some other way. I'm thinking of adding music to this. Probably by like the fifth or sixth episode. I'm thinking of adding like a music intro and music outro. If you have any ideas for songs or intros or whatever. Or a new ending besides enjoy life. Let me know. But in other words, or should I say. But. Anywho. Enjoy life. Peace, guys.